Welcome to Are We There Yet? Market Scales Transportation Mobility Focus video podcast series where we enjoy highlighting the most exciting cutting edge things that are happening in the world of transportation and mobility. My name is Grant Harold. As your host, I'm really fortunate to have the opportunity to speak with leaders within all of transportation and mobility, really learning about what's defining that cutting edge today in terms of technology and products within the world of transportation. And there's certainly a lot happening nowadays within the world of transportation and mobility, uh, electric vehicles, autonomous vehicles, uh, even a lot of innovation happening within aviation, for example, sustainable fuels and decarbonization of the industry. And while automotive and aviation are such important parts of the industry, a real need uh, today is getting around town locally, micro mobility, just running some of the errands and things that we need to do in our daily lives and doing it in a more sustainable way. And also, by the way, having a lot of fun. And so I found uh, what I believe is one of the most exciting companies in all of transportation that's really addressing uh, that problem and has developed now a solution uh, for those of us looking to get around in a more fun and sustainable way. And so today to speak with us about that, really excited to have the opportunity to speak with the founder of Old Soren Motorcycles, Kenny Sanders. Kenny, hello, and welcome to Are We There Yet? Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be on. Well, thank you so much. Well, what a beautiful background that you have today uh, for someone that's all about uh, cars and automotive and anything kind of transportation mobility. You've got a lot of really cool stuff in the background there. And and one that really sticks out for me is a, is a beautiful looking motorcycle that I see right behind you. And as I just kind of touched on a little bit, you know, you've really kind of um, identified and are targeting uh, really this problem that we have nowadays, which is just to kind of get around town relatively short distance uh, for most of us, but looking to do that in a way that's more sustainable and that's a lot of fun. And if I may use a technical term, you've developed something that I think is also really cool. And so I'm really excited to, to learn more about that. So if you don't mind, would you mind maybe introducing us to Old Soren Motorcycles and telling us a little bit about this incredible product that you've developed? Yeah, definitely. So this is Old Soren Motorcycle Co. Um, I named it after my great, great grandfather that brought my family from Denmark to the U.S. Um, during the time I was building it, it was kind of a passion project for me. I was doing my family tree and kind of wanted to know my background and where I came from. And, and I realized, you know, my great, great grandfather that brought us here that, you know, he was an entrepreneur as well. His name is Soren. So kind of an homage to him. And um, as you can see by the design with a lot of clutters of amazing cars back here, um, the design itself um, is from like a 1950s, 60s cafe racer style. Um, so with electric motorcycles and most electric vehicles, you know, there there's some that have like a great design, but some that have like a really crazy futuristic design. And what I like is classic cars. I like classic uh, motorcycles. I like the timeless designs, the, the designs that are going to stick around for years to come. They're always going to look cool. And so... You know, that, that's what I based the design for Old Soren on. And then, um, and then, yeah, as far as the electric motorcycle, you know, it's like if it was an actual 1950s motorcycle, I'd be breaking down like every block or two and, you know, often pull to the side of the road. So it's cool to be able to ride something that looks old, even though it's all brand new, but it looks old with absolutely, you know, very low maintenance on it. Um, and you can just cruise. You know, I live down here in Redondo Beach, you know, right by the beach here in California. So it's just a fun, fun motorcycle to cruise around on. It gets up to 90 mile range, 65 miles an hour. So yeah, it's perfect, man. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I'm like you. I, I love the classic kind of vintage timeless designs as, as you've described it. And 
I've really noticed the same thing. You know, there's there's uh, a lot of companies uh, in in the market and and that are releasing products and motorcycles. You know, that are, are electric and really kind of addressing um, you know parts of this need that we that we have today. And 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 like you said, a lot of them kind of have this chiseled futuristic look, which is cool. But you know, kind of looks like something out of uh, you know my favorite sci-fi movie as opposed to something I'm excited to kind of jump on and sure. and hit the streets. And so I feel like that you know beyond just a personal preference, there's there's uh, seems to be a, a lot of us out there that are looking for something kind of timeless that want to benefit, you know, from the the advantages of being electric, but uh, also want to, uh, you know, look cool and, and enjoy something uh, that, that they really like looking at, too. So that yeah. seems to be, you know, even more than just kind of a personal preference, a couple of guys like like you and I, but something that the industry is really demanding, it seems like. Yeah, I mean, it, it seems like history always repeats itself, right? And um, if you look at the trend now with like the younger generation, you know, they're dressing like they're from the 90s again and and all sorts of stuff. But like with this type of, um, you know, aesthetic of like, you know, the cars in the background, like the old Porsche 911s and, you know, the, the old looking motorcycle, you know, it's just something that forever is going to be cool. It almost feels like when you're looking at it, you're you're in a museum and you're looking at the past and you get that nostalgia feel and and. Uh, it's kind of interesting riding it around because I get the young generation that's like, oh, my gosh, that's one of the coolest motorcycles I've ever seen. But I also get like 80 year old guys coming up and they're just like, this is amazing. And you can tell that they're having like this whole nostalgia experience. And um, it's almost like the motorcycle that they wanted when they were young. And so it kind of really fits like the all aspects of life. Yeah. Why was it so important for you uh, beyond just developing a beautiful motorcycle? And I know that motorcycles are, are something that you are very passionate about. But why was making it electric so important to you? Um, I think I just wanted to. So I, I used to have a Harley and stuff like that. You know, I, I still love engines. I, I always will. You know, yeah. I, I love messing around with them, tinkering around and stuff. But with electric, you know, I just I got interested in how electric vehicles work and, you know, hub motors and the batteries, how the batteries work. And, um, you know, when I was wanting to create a motorcycle company, funny, funny thing is my wife actually didn't really want me to ride a motorcycle anymore, but she was okay with electric motorcycles. So, um, so I was like, all right, you know, so then I started trying to find an electric motorcycle that I liked and couldn't really find one that, I, that really resonated with me. So, um, I, I have some sort of a design background. I know kind of what I'm doing, but you know, still learning as I'm going, but um, so then I started designing this just as a passion project. I stepped away from things I was doing previously just to clear my mind, do something fun. And I really kind of made the motorcycle for myself. And then, um, I put it online and it got millions of views like on, on TikTok and social medias and stuff. And then, then I realized, you know, maybe this is a business that I could start. And then that's when I really started to dive into, electric motor vehicles. Um, my wife drives a Tesla, so that's, you know, a lot of fun to learn about that and how that works. And then, you know, the motorcycle thing is a completely different experience, but also, you know, gas prices are so high right now as well that, you know, if I want something to just cruise down to the beach and, you know, meet up with my buddies and whatnot, electric motorcycle is the way to go. You know, it's, it's uh, super cheap to charge it and, you know, you don't have to worry about pulling into the gas station. You don't have to worry about oil changes. You don't have to worry about, you know, your idle going down and stalling or whatever at, at a stoplight and you have to pull off to the side. It's just a very minimal maintenance, fun motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. 
They are a lot of fun. And uh, I had a, a partner that, that gave me uh, an, an electric scooter, um, probably something I wouldn't have necessarily just purchased, you know, on my own, but had the opportunity to to get one. And uh, and I love it. And it is easy. And, and I'm thinking about that as you talk about the maintenance, but just the idea of just kind of charging it, jumping on it, hitting the road, especially something like this where you can actually get around town quite a bit more uh, right. than a scooter, I think is, is really cool and attractive to me. But but that maintenance side of it makes a lot of sense. I, I went electric recently with my lawnmower as crazy as that sounds and just not having to mess with the oil and keeping a, a a can of gas around the garage and just all of the maintenance that's required even in a a new lawnmower for example um there are a lot of really nice benefits of, of it being electric and i think that it really fits in with the, with the idea of a motorcycle and just able to kind of hop on and hit the road and do what you need to do and not have yeah. to tinker with it every time exactly and it's kind of funny yeah. because like so I, I have a lot of friends that ride motorcycles like yeah. indian triumphs and all that and a lot of them are against electric uh, vehicles, electric motorcycles, because they love the motor and whatnot. But when I cruise this around with my friends, they're all fighting me to ride it, you know, and it's like, they, so I'll jump on their Triumph and then they'll ride that. And um, so it's definitely one of the only few uh, electric motorcycles that's accepted by actual motorcycle riders. And then on the other hand, it's cool, too, because you know, people that are kind of afraid to get a motorcycle, they've never had one before, they're scared to ride a clutch, you know, with electric, it's fully automatic. So there's no clutch, there's no gears. It's very simple. If you know how to ride a scooter, you know how to ride old Soren. Yeah, yeah. That gosh, that's a big deal. So the the motorcycle community, Indian Triumph owners are are fighting one another uh, to to have uh, uh, the experience of, uh, of an old Soren motorcycle that really says a lot and talk about a community that's probably not easy to get into that, you know, might kind of have their preconceptions and their minds made up on what they like and don't. And so if they're willing to, to, to let you cruise uh, the, the Triumph while they uh, uh, ride the old Soren, I think that that really says a lot. And, I, and I've got to think that your design is is a big part of it. I don't know that the yeah. reception would have been the same if it was one of these kind of more chiseled, futuristic looking motorcycles. But uh, with uh, the classic and kind of timeless look of yours, I imagine that's part of you know uh, some of the reception that you're already getting from the the motorcycle community. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's definitely something that I wouldn't be embarrassed riding up to a motorcycle bar with. You know, it's if I was like on a George Jetson futuristic looking, you know, shooting bubbles out of the back, I'd be I'd probably park like a block away and then walk. You know, but but with this, when I pull it up, I mean, they're more blown away by how it looks and what it is. You know, than that it's electric. You know, they're just like, what is? And and a lot of people think that that I converted an old motorcycle to electric so then i get the people that are trying to say hey can you convert my old yamaha or whatever but you know it's fully brand new i just designed it to look old but uh, but yeah it's, it's widely accepted by actual real motorcycle riders and I, I was actually just uh in downtown la showcasing it at bike shed moto which is one of the biggest um motorcycle shops in pretty much all of california they only have a location in los angeles and in the uk and uh, like Jason Momoa's motorcycles are there. Brad Pitt's motorcycles are there. I mean, it's the whole thing is just full of these incredible custom built motorcycles. And um, this was uh, one of the tops that everyone surrounded and looked at. And so that made me super excited because it was the first time I've actually publicly like brought the motorcycle somewhere to show it. I mean, I've been riding it for a year and a half, but, yeah. you know, having real motorcycles, mo real motorcycle riders look at it and you know talk to me about it it just made me feel so much more confident in what i'm doing
Absolutely. It, it, it is. It's, it's a motorcycle where once, once you see it, you're hooked. I mean, it's, it's that powerful. Uh, I had, uh, had your website up on the computer at the office, uh, this past week and stopped three or four people in their tracks. Uh, what, you know, what is that, um, you know, kind of thing, uh, when they saw it and just were excited to learn more. So it is one of those, I think just, just the, the look of it is, is kind of stopping your tracks. It's, it's really, really cool. And, and, yeah. and the specs are, are pretty incredible too, as, as you kind of touched on a little bit, top speed of 65 miles per hour. Would you mind sharing, you know, some more of the specs? I, I know that myself and the audience would probably love to learn a little bit more about in, in terms of just kind of operation time and charging and some of the specs of the, the motorcycle. You mind sharing a little bit more about that? Yeah, so it's got a it's got a 4,000 watt brushless hub motor in the back. So that's so that little thing like in the in the back wheel, that's the actual propulsion of the motorcycle. And then where the motor you know, usually goes, that's the actual battery. And the battery is that full size. It's just in a little case. So it's a 72 watt, uh, 60 amp hour battery. And uh, the brakes are full on motorcycle ABS um, hydraulic disc brakes for safety. You know, a lot of electric motorcycles and electric bicycles, they have little bike brakes. And those are pretty scary, especially traveling at high speed. So the whole thing's actually built on a motorcycle frame. It's full on motorcycle without the engine. I mean, it's, there's, I didn't hold back at all. And then, um, yeah, 65 mile, uh, miles per hour and then up to 90 mile range. And when I say up to 90 mile range, um, it's a limited speed, uh, motorcycle, which means it's got three different modes and you don't need to switch through the modes as you're riding. So if you start out in first mode, it'll cap you out at like 20 miles an hour. Um, that's like, if you just kind of want to ride the side of the road, you're kind of nervous. Um, there's even an option to put pedals on it, but there's no pedals on it right now. Um, those people that don't want them, you can just take them right off full on motorcycle look. But if you're trying to pass it as a moped, um, you just put it in that first mode and put the pedals on it and you're good to go. Um, if you want to, uh, ride it as a motorcycle, you go into second and third mode. Um, second and third mode will get you up to between 45 miles an hour, third mode, 65 miles an hour. Um, but again, you don't have to like shift through the gears as you're going. They're, they're just modes. Basically, if it's in second mode, um, under the tank, there's a, so there's a control unit under the tank. It's like the brain of the actual motorcycle. And so second mode, um, it basically tells the hub motor how much power to give. So if you're in first mode, you know, the control unit will tell the hub motor to go easy. And then second mode, a little harder, third mode, you know, you're, you're cruising. But so if you're, if you're in second mode, like I, I test it all the time. If I'm in second mode and I'm not blasting off the, off the stop signs and stop lights and, you know, I'm not going super fast everywhere, I'll get, I'll get like 75, 80 mile range. But if first mode, I mean, you could even beat that 90 mile range. You could probably get well over a hundred, but in third mode, if you're blasting off everywhere, everywhere, it's just like a Tesla and most electric vehicle owners know this as well. If you're cruising, you know, super fast and racing everyone, your battery life's going to, you know, go down significantly. But if you're easy riding and you're just cruising around, mm -hmm. you're going to max out that range. Nice. Easy riding. Great motorcycle reference. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that's what I'm about now, you know, I, yeah. I do occasional, you know, go fast and yeah do dumb things, but you know, I'm, I'm at the age now where I'm like easy riding. I, I actually enjoy the ride. And the funny thing is, is I, I was talking to one of my buddies the other day and you know, I I'm trying to figure out why I love motorcycles so much and why I ha always have. And it's, I think it's one of the things that truly makes me live in the moment because you know, when you're on the motorcycle, I'm, 
like I'm always aware of my surroundings because you got to expect people to pull out and, you know, you got to dodge the, it's almost like the paper boy video game, you know, you're dodging all the things and, and then you feel like the wind in your, you know, on your face and, you know, on your arms and your legs. And so you don't really have time to like overthink or think about things that doesn't matter. So when I'm on the motorcycle, I'm truly living the moment versus when I'm, you know, in a car, I'm listening to music. Sometimes I start thinking my brain gets the best of me, but the motorcycle, man, I'm just like, I'm out there and I just feel, feel good. And, you know, there's no overthinking. There's no, you know, it's just truly in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. How cool. Like a, like a paper boy at the, the, the end of a, a day of deliveries, right? You're just, just cruising home and enjoying it. So yep. uh, that's cool. That's cool. Um, okay. So, so big question. Uh, I'm, I'm very anxious to, to learn more about this as I know a few people are that, uh, that have seen the motorcycle, uh, through our work together. Um, old stone motorcycles, uh, available, uh, for sale today. Are, are we there yet? Yep. So there is a lot of people waiting to get the motorcycle, but yeah. as of right now, um, since I'm independent from investors, I'm only opening up uh, 20 motorcycles for sale, which are the founder series. But in order to get that, so they they uh, retail at eight thousand dollars, and so you got to put four thousand dollars down to start the build, and then around October is when they'll be finished and then delivered. You know, I, we can ship it out if you live on the East Coast, or you can pick it up if you live near Los Angeles. Um, but the other additional $4,000 is due at delivery. So it's not like a financing thing. We will be doing financing later on as soon as we, you know, can get more motorcycles in and they're just here. But as of right now, you know, independent from investors, I just have to kind of build them like a couple, you know, two by two by two and, and just slowly get them out there, slowly grow the business. And that's kind of the way I want to do it. Cause you know, it, it is a passion project for me. I'm not trying to you know, sell a ton of motorcycles immediately and, um, you know, be rushed and, you know, kind of uh, just start to get super stressed with it. I would rather take my time, build a great product, you know, and, and this, this isn't like the first version. I don't know. I don't think you can see but behind this red car. There is the first version of the motorcycle and I rode that for about a year and a half and had absolutely no issues, but there was a couple things I wanted to change. So this is actually the second version bigger battery, longer range, which is very important for an electric motorcycle. So, you know, for those out there that are like, oh, it's the first version, I wouldn't get it. This is actually the second version. And the first version didn't even have any issues whatsoever. So, so yeah, just releasing the, the 20 right now, there's about 12 spots that are taken. And, um, you know, anyone else that wants to jump on the founder series, then, you know, they can get a hold of me through the website and we can start the build and yeah have have one of the uh limited edition founder series wow what a deal eight eight remaining uh, motorcycles uh available for sale eight thousand yep. dollars uh one of 20 uh of your founder series uh i i don't think you could have much more fun for for eight thousand dollars and something that for many many years uh to come uh will will provide a lot of fun and enjoyment so exactly and, cool. and honestly um the price point too you know i've got friends tell me to, you know, get up to the 12,000 mark and I don't want to get up there. I want to, I want to keep it as affordable as possible to everyone. But if you look at other electric motorcycles that are actual motorcycles and go motorcycle speeds, they're upwards towards 20,000 plus, you know, so $8,000 for this, it's uh, it's just something that I want to get out there. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, it's going to be a race. Eight, eight isn't many. I know those will go quick. And so for any audience members out there that are that are ready to get there, one of 20 of, of the uh, the founders series, um, where, where can they go to, to learn more? If you if you would mind, would love for you to maybe direct audience members to the website or, um, you know, actually where they can uh, reserve uh, one of the, the motorcycles. You mind sharing that with us? Yeah, so it's just oldsornmotorcycleco.com, and also our social medias are under the same handle, you know, TikTok, Instagram. It's just oldsornmotorcycleco, yep. and when you hit the contact button on any of those, it'll directly go to me. Yeah, very good, very good. Well, expect some, some, some business there because it's an incredible opportunity uh, to get one of those first motorcycles, so it's so really cool to hear that. Um, you're clearly so passionate about the company and about this this amazing motorcycle that you've developed. You you told us a little bit about just uh, uh, the special meaning of of the name, and I, I think that that's really cool. It's it's you and it's your family, and it's something that you're very passionate about for for years now. Uh, that mm-hmm. has kind of come together in in the motorcycle that's uh, available for us now today. So it's it's clear that you're so you know passionate about it. Um, I'd love if you don't mind to just touch on for a moment um, to learn a little bit you know more about you. Uh, you have an incredible background prior to even um, your, your, your successful career, you know, within entrepreneurship and, and starting some very successful organizations other than old Soren. But would you mind maybe just telling us a little bit more about your, your background and kind of who you are and kind of how that led to where you and the company are today? Yeah. So, um, I, w- I was previously a professional BMX rider. I did, you know, the freestyle stuff, the backflips and rail grinds broke a lot of bones, a lot of concussions. And then, um, when I was around 25 years old, I started kind of going down the entrepreneur, uh, route and I created a sock that goes inside your shoe, uh, called not socks. It's a, it's actually a insole cover for your shoes. So, you know, if you live by the beach and you don't, you don't wear socks, if you're, you know, a lot of stylish people like in GQ magazine, they don't wear socks either. Um, and there, it was a big issue that I saw that, you know, that needed to be handled. And I, you know, I absolutely hated socks, but when you don't wear socks, you sweat in your shoes and then your shoes start to smell, your feet starts to smell. So, um, so I created, yeah, this brand called not socks. You pull out your insole, um, you wrap this sock around your insole. So it's, there's no heel built in it and then you slip it inside your shoe and then you stand on the sock and you can actually wear it in your shoes for about a week, sometimes two weeks without even washing them. Cause they're made out of bamboo and charcoal, which are both natural odor eaters. And so it keeps your shoes and your feet fresh. Um, and then, you know, so I did that. Then I did another business after that called TTM lifestyle. It was a clothing company that I, I believe I did it for about three years and then I sold it to, um, the main couple on that, sh- that MTV show called teen mom. I've seen a couple episodes, but it's pretty cool to like see the clothing brand that I started, like plastered all over MTV. And I, I believe there's a retail store of it now, which is cool. So I'm um, looking back, I probably should have kept one or 2% of the business, you know, but, but it, you know, it's a, it's all learning experience. And then, um, I had another successful business with a close buddy of mine in Colorado. Um, we did pretty well with that. And then that's kind of when I decided to, um, step away from, working so hard. Cause I, you know, I was living the, what I thought was the dream, you know, I was living downtown Los Angeles and up in like a, you know, 34 story high skyscraper, like beautiful panoramic city view and all that. And, um, very expensive to live there, but I was also working 12 hours a day. And, you know, so I decided to just take a break. I needed to move to the beach with my wife. Um, so we decided to pack up, kind of do the minimal thing and, 
um, downsized, went to the beach. And then that's really when I started working on this because, you know, it was a passion project and I just wanted to step away from everything. And um, I didn't realize I was starting my next business when I was working on this. But it turns out that, you know, it, it you just kind of got to go after what truly makes you happy. And, you know, that's what I'm doing, being surrounded by cars and motorcycles. Ever, you know, ever since I was a little kid, I always played with little cars and motorcycles. And here I am, grown man cars and motorcycles but these cars are not mine by any means they're um my one of my mentors his name's wayne dempsey um he's pretty big in the car industry um this is his private collection he just trusts me enough to uh you know come here and get my work done kind of share office space a little bit but more of more of just a friend helping out a friend type of deal nice. and um and then old soren will be moving to an actual other warehouse here sometime soon yeah. but yeah. I have no issues being here at all. I absolutely love it. Not at all. That's a great spot. Good friend. Yeah, yeah really, really cool setting. So. Amazing friend, amazing mentor. I, I owe yeah. him a lot. He's he's an incredible guy. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you you sound you, you surround yourself really with some some amazing people, and and I love the trend and everything that you just shared with us is that you didn't necessarily set out to be a business owner or entrepreneur, um, you know, or anything by any means. It was really just kind of looking around and developing solutions to some of the problems that, that you encountered. And uh, like you said, uh, it's, it's stylish and didn't want to wear socks all the time. So you developed something that kind of took care of, of that problem. And clearly, you know, through, um, you know, your experience as a professional BMX rider and, um, you know, someone that's passionate about motorcycles and bikes and cars and uh, kind of anything transportation uh, to, to kind of identify this need and, and really something that you're just kind of excited about that started as a passion project. So that really seems to be, you know, the trend behind everything that, that you've done uh, so far is that these are all things that, that you seem to be really passionate about. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's the way it should be. You know, you just got to identify problems and fix them and, you know, do things that are true to yourself. And, you know, there, there's a lot of people out there that are trying to scramble to do the entrepreneur thing. They're watching too many TikTok videos of how I became a millionaire in three months and just very unrealistic views. I mean, entrepreneur is, entrepreneurism is very, very hard. And there's times where you don't get paid for a long time and then things start happening. But as long as you're doing what you love, you know, you have a roof over your head, you have the necessities of, you know, food, water, all that stuff you're doing just as good as everyone else. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a millionaire. I mean, I've got, I've got multiple friends that are way high up there in the millionaire status and they all have the same issues as my other friends that are way down in the dumps, you know, and it's like, uh, that's just human nature. That's what it is. I mean, of course, like the, the millionaire friends, they have more first world problems than these people over here. But, um, that's just the way it is, man. It's just, uh, it, it, it's hard and you just got to go for it. And, you know, you can always say like, I'm, I'm going to start tomorrow. I have this idea, but I'm just not ready for it. Like no one's ever going to be ready. You just have to do it. And that, that's kind of what I'm doing with old Soren, man. I'm just kind of, I'm learning a lot about regulations, DMV stuff. I mean, that's, that's the not fun part about coming out with a product. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are like, you know, you should have come out with this years ago. Why haven't they come out yet? You know, I'm not, I'm not selling t-shirts. Like I'm actually selling motor vehicles that go on the road and they're, they have to be, you know, regulated DOT approved. And, and it's, it's a process that I almost backed out of 50 plus times that it's like, you know, some days I'm super excited. I'm like, Oh, this is going to be awesome. And then other days going through all the regulations and the process and 
what am I doing? Like starting a t-shirt company sounds so much easier than this, you know, but at the end of the day, you know, I got, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. And, you know, if I can actually make this work and, you know, have a big team and, you know, actually start getting these out there to the masses once these founder series are, are taken up, then, um, you know, it, it's been three years of almost four years of, of very hard work, but it's coming together for sure. Yeah, coming together in, in, in a big way. You've, you've really created something special. And I think that that's really inspirational in, in telling us just kind of your your process and, you know, sharing some of the individuals that you've surrounded yourself with and kind of some of the problems and way of, of, of thinking. I think that's really interesting to hear. And I think that, you know, probably the way that you went about Old Sora and I think, um, you know, really set you and the organization up for success rather than kind of maybe a, another way to go about it in terms of kind of just starting a business to make money or to achieve uh, whatever it is that you're going after and to kind of figure out maybe starting more on kind of the DMV regulation side of things and kind of looking at that cost and what do you need to break even and kind of focused more on the financials and that sort of thing. I don't think that the end result would have been something as special as, as what you have with Old Soren. And I think just starting with something that looks cool, that kind of has that look, that does the job in terms of what you're looking, uh, you know, to achieve and then kind of, um, you know, filling in in the blanks and taking care of some of those more ad administrative things um, after the fact, I think is 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 why you've, you've created something that is very special and I think sticks out um, amongst the mini motorcycles and other kind of solutions and vehicles um, that are kind of targeting this this problem. So kudos to you, certainly, I think, for going about it that way and kind of following your, your passion and your heart first and figuring out some of that other stuff later. So. Yeah, I appreciate it, you know, and that's what it is. It's just figuring it out, you know. It's like even if you had a nine-to-five job, you're still trying to figure it out. So there's no there's no free lunch, if you will. There's, there's no easy way. You just got to – you just got to power through and, and go yeah. for it, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, so I'd like to ask one more question, if I may. I, I, it's really been fun for me to learn a little bit more about just, just who you are and kind of your journey and some of the other companies and what you have today with, with Old Soren. And I really appreciate you bringing me and all of us up to date in terms of the status of the company and uh, the, the big, exciting news uh, that they are available for sale and uh, that there is eight remaining um, uh, vehicles left. So I know those will go quick. So I do strongly encourage anyone out there that's uh, ready to get one to jump on the website now and order it. Um, because I, I know that they won't be available long. But, but one thing that, that I'd be curious to learn about a little bit more, too, is looking ahead. You know, you've told us a little bit about kind of the journey to get here and kind of filled us in with what's happening today with the organization. I'd love to learn kind of beyond um, this uh, initial offering of the motorcycles. And as you look a little bit into the future, you know, some of your vision for what that future looks like. And if not totally sure you know right now and just focused on on kind of the project uh, and the motorcycle at hand um totally understand but but would love if you can kind of give us maybe some hints uh you know into to to what the future of the the company looks like yeah so you know i i, I always have intentions not expectations so you know if you have expectations of like we have to get there and it doesn't happen you get disappointed so mm -hmm. to me i have the intentions of you know making it one of the most well-known ev motorcycle companies out there um you know it's it's a big save and it's going to be a lot of work but that that's what i'm out there to do and then you know i want to i want to build a community i want to build a family of you know if if you have one of these you're part of a family you know it's like you're and all motorcycle riders as is when you're on the road you always see them do the wave to each other when they pass you know it's like you already feel like family but but that's what i'm trying to truly do here is just 
build more of a, a community of family. People feel they're like they're part of something. And, um, and you know, that, that's pretty much it. But then, you know, what goes from there, you know, I eventually want to, you know, have dealers in New York, middle America out here, you know, in California and, um, big warehouse with, uh, with some amazing cars like this, you know, of my own and, um, just kind of have a cool place that people can just come hang out and, you know, they can drink coffee, they can, you know, do whatever, do whatever they want to do and then go for it, you know, like rides together. And, um, I just want to, my biggest thing is to build a community family, a place where people can unite, come together and just hang out, you know, they can work on their bikes. Um, I just want to build a really cool space like that to where, you know, when they're off of work and they, they just want to get out of their heads a little bit, they can come on down to the old Sworn headquarters and just uh, hang out and just have a good time. So that's shit. And I think, I think if people are doing that, then things will just start to, you know, get bigger and bigger because that's really what it comes down to for anything. You know, people mm-hmm. feel like part of something they want to, um, share it. Definitely. Definitely. Well, I feel like I'm becoming a part of the, of the old Soren family and community. And it's something already, uh, that while I don't have uh, one yet, um, I, I am sharing with, with people because it's, it's, it's really special. And, and I love what you said about community and I love your vision for the organization and no doubt, um, uh, will, will become a leader, um, within, uh, electric motorcycles. So I, I'm, I'm confident that you are, uh, headed in that direction. And, and I think that the community, uh, that you describe, uh, is, is really appealing, especially in the world that we live in today. And I think more and more opportunities for us to maybe just kind of step away from the technology uh, for periods of time and to interact uh, in person uh, with one another and to have a little fun and to enjoy the outdoors. I mean, these are all aspects of that kind of community and family that you're describing. And, and it's interesting to me at that at the same time, with all of that being said, um, you also are really at the cutting edge of technology. I mean, this is an electric, this is a sustainable micro mobility solution. Uh, so very much the cutting edge of technology, but at the same time, you know, talking about a community and a family and a lifestyle uh, that's a little bit old school when you think of kind of in-person, you know, interaction. So I love that you're kind of bringing many worlds uh, together that all kind of define that 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 family. So it's certainly one that that I find exciting and appealing and would like to be a part of myself. So yeah, I appreciate that. And honestly, I'm super excited to see what what you know anyone that buys an old one. I'm super excited to see what they do to the bike because almost everyone gets that gets a motorcycle, they customize it. And the way I built old Soren is it can adapt to other parts. So you can just buy cool motorcycle parts off Amazon and add it to the bike. It's not like a you know one of those one of those vehicles that you have to have like exact fit parts or anything like that. It's, it's just something that I want everyone to make their own, you know, and that's, that's super exciting to me. Like that's honestly one of the biggest things I'm really excited about for releasing these is just to see what people do to them. Yeah. That's a lot of fun. What, that'll be a fun project, especially these, these initial 20, 
where in the world uh, will will these old Soren motorcycles, you know, take us to? What'll be some of the stories and and the ways that uh, that people use the motorcycles? How do they customize it? So um, that'll be a lot of fun uh, to to hear and to see, you know, some of these these stories, especially this this initial twenty. I think that'd be a really cool project. Uh, well, 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 again, just just want to thank you so much for for taking the time to stop by today and to to share with our community and our audience a little bit more about the organization and for sharing your story. This this has been a, a lot of fun for me, and I know that uh, there's going to be a lot of individuals out there that are going to be excited uh, to get their own, so I wouldn't be surprised in the least if that 20 is sold out relatively quickly. Um, so definitely encourage everyone to get on the website and, and to check it out to learn more. But, but again, Kenny, really appreciate you taking the time to talk today. This has been fun. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, you're, you're very welcome. So look forward to talking more with you soon and hope you enjoy the, the rest of your day today. And again, thanks for taking the time to stop and talk with us here at Are We There Yet? Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you.